Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Vayishlach. Parshas Vayishlach is the parsha that Rav Salavechik, Zechrona Levracha, called the parsha of confrontation. And indeed, Yaakov confronts Esav, or, as we will see, each and every Jew confronts his environment and especially his asov, the negative aspects of one's environment, and there is that wrestling that Yaakov does, which we'll speak about in a few moments, and indeed each and every one of us in our own way. The parasha begins with the extensive gift that Yaakov gives to appease his brother, who he has not seen in 34 years. And Yaakov is afraid, as the Beis HaLevi explains, Miyad Ochi, my brother Esav might act in a brotherly fashion to me, and I'm afraid of the potential assimilation between his family and mine, or, God forbid, Miyad Esav, that Esav might be coming to harm me and my family. So, we find that Yaakov passes his family over the uh, river, okay? Uh, And what do we have? The ford of Yabok. Okay, now... They cross over a stream, he and his possessions. The Torah tells us, Vayvoser Yaakov levado. Yaakov was left alone. According to the rabbis, he went back for pachim ketanim, for what you would even consider maybe insignificant, small things that people might leave behind when they travel. And even that Yaakov wanted to get, and the rabbis say in a positive way, because he valued everything that God had given him, realizing that it came from Hashem. And what happens next is, by Yivoser Yaakov Levado, Yaakov was left alone, by Yehovik Ish Imo, and a man wrestled with him, until the break of dawn. Okay. And what happens is, in this process, we are taught that Yaakov was injured and the hip socket was dislocated. And as a result of this, while Yaakov does prevail in the end, and the Torah tells us that by Yizrach lo Hashemesh, that the sun rose for him, as Rashi says, to heal him. He was limping on his hip, and therefore the Torah says the Jewish people are not to eat the Gid the displaced sinew on the hip socket, to this day, because Yaakov was wounded at the site of the Gid Now, first thing, I'd like to present two different explanations as to why we do not eat the Gidanosha. And let's understand something. This is the third and last mitzvah in the book of Bereshis. 
In the entire book of Horatius, there are three mitzvos. First one of pruurvu, procreation. The second one, circumcision, brismila. And the third, to abstain from eating, the ginanosha. First, I'd like to present the chizkuni. Now, the Rashbam writes, why was Yaakov alone? According to the Rashbam, Yaakov wanted to run away and avoid the confrontation with Esav altogether. And therefore, the Chizkuni writes, Al-Kain lo Therefore, the Jewish people are not to eat the Giranosha. Bidinu. This is truly correct. Sheyesh Liknos. That there should be a Knas. A fine. Vile Onosh. And a punishment to Yaakov's children. That we should abstain from eating the Giranosha. Because they left their father alone. Yaakov had at this time 11 sons, one daughter, and they should have waited for their father. They should have helped their father if he needed any help. And they didn't do this lavoya. They didn't do this escorting. And therefore, Yaakov was injured because of them, because of his being alone. Umikanva Elech, from here on in, writes the Chizkuni, Yelohem Lozecher, this will be a remembrance. The reason, and they'll be especially careful in the mitzvah of Levoya, of escorting someone. And therefore he writes, Levo Yaakov es Yosef. For this reason, Yaakov escorts in next week's parasha Yosef when he sends him to see how his brothers are doing with their flock. So this is one reason why we abstain from the Gidanosha, nothing less than a punishment and a reminder to us that no Jew should be left behind, a reminder to us that we are responsible one for another. We don't only take care of ourselves. And the Chizkuni says further, he had incredibly broad shoulders. Listen to this. Why was Yaakov hit in the Kaf Yerech by the hip? Avopi, even though God had promised him in last week's parsha, you remember, by that incredible dream, angels going up, angels coming down, God at the top of the ladder. And what does Hashem say to him? Ushmarticha, Yaakov, don't worry. I'm taking out an insurance policy for you. And I will watch and guard you. Now, you ready? Watch this. Unfortunately, Yaakov, was afraid of Esav, as it says, Vayira Yaakov Ma'od. He was exceedingly afraid, and therefore, because he tried to run away, he was hit in the area of the foot, high in the hip area, preventing him from doing just that. And we find, he says, by Moshe Rabbeinu, that even though Moshe was promised by the snap, three words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, I will be with you because Moshe didn't have complete and total trust. The Malach injured him at the Malone, at the inn, when they stopped at the time of circumcision. 
because he was afraid to go to Paro, as it is written that Moshe says to Hashem, Shlachno biad tishlach, send somebody else. This is one approach. I'd like to share with you, however, the Chinuch himself, as to why we abstain from eating the Gid Hanasha. And he writes in Mitzvah 3, if you don't have the Chinuch, if you're comfortable in the Hebrew, fine. If not, there's a five-volume um, uh, tradition, excuse me, translation of the Chinuch and Mitzvah 3, not to eat the sinew of the thigh vein, Listen carefully. He writes beautifully. What is the shoresh? What is the root? What is the reason behind this mitzvah? It is to teach the Jewish nation that they will, in the future, endure great tribulations in the exiles at the hands of the nations and by the descendants of Esau. But even though that's going to happen, they should remain assured that they will never, God forbid, perish, but that their progeny, their children, their name will endure forever, and a Redeemer will come and deliver them from the oppressor's hand. In other words, this is a shot of Imuna. This is a shot, an injection of bitochon, of assurance, remembering this matter always through the mitzvah of the Giranosha will serve them as a reminder and they will stand firm in their faith and righteousness forever. The fact that we are proud Jews and the fact that we are assured every day we wait as we'll see in a moment for Moshiach and therefore says the Chinuch, he continues, that this hint is based upon the Medrash, that the angel who fought with Yaakov, the Ish, was the, the guardian angel of Esav. And he wanted to remove Yaakov from the world, both him and his children. But he was unable to prevail against Yaakov. He pained him, however, by touching his thigh. Therefore, the descendants of Esau inflict pain and suffering on the descendants of Yaakov. As Rashi brings on the Pasuk, that when the two of them meet, Yaakov and Esau finally, Vayishokehu, Esau kisses him. And you'll notice in every Chumash, in every Torah, there are nekudos, there are dots over the word Vayishokehu when he kissed him. Because as Rashi brings that Halacha, in the name of Reb Shimon Bar Yochoi, Halacha, it's built into nature. Esau Sone Liakov, that Esau has a hatred for Jacob and his people, and he wants to do us harm. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as we say at the Pesach Seder, Matzileinu Miyodam, Hashem saves us from their evil intent. And desire, and ultimately, Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people, will be rescued from them, as Yaakov was. That the Torah says, "Vayizrach lo Hashemesh," the sun rose for him to heal him, and he was delivered from the pain. Here comes the punchline.
Says the Sefer HaChinuch, so will the Son of Mashiach shine for us. He will heal us from our suffering and redeem us. Amen. Kain Yehi Ratzon. May this be the will. Bimheira Biamenu. Quickly, speedily in our days. What is there to add? Just one thing. I believe that each and every one of us should understand, take the name Yaakov out of the Torah. And when it says, Vayivaser Yaakov Livado, put your name in. There are times when each and every one of us goes through trials and tribulations in our life. And the Torah is therefore speaking to each and every one of us personally and saying that not just should we take from this chapter in our history that ultimately the destiny for the Jewish people is going to be good. There's going to be a Moshiach and there's going to be a Geula for the Jewish people, but even on a personal note as well. The cup is always either or, half empty, and we focus on the issues and the negativity and the problems that we have, or no, we recognize that the cup is half full. And even when things are challenging and problematic, I believe that this is all from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and He knows what's best. And ultimately, I will see, please God, soon as we find by Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem says that you will see after and with time, ah, oh, you were, forgive me, fired from a job, you were broken, only to find years later that because of that, what other opportunities came and look how your life took on a different course. Be careful when you make decisions and thinking that, oy, 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 what's happening? Just remember, nothing happens by chance. This is an incredible injection of emuna and bitochon in a national fashion, we're on the winning team, we're going to make it to the finish line, but also on a most personal note as well. Wow, what a powerful, optimistic way to go in to Parshas Vayishlach. Shabbat Shalom to all.